motherfuckers. What up? Bitches. Hello, everybody. It's been quite the minute. Maybe a few more minutes. The last one we did was... 12-18. No, we... Did we do one before? Yeah, that's right. It was 18. It was the weekend before Christmas. Yep. 12 18. Now, so we were, we were <laughs> live from Miami. Yes, from Miami. <laughs> Bienvenido a Miami. No, Drew was uh, Drew was stuck in southern Florida for a little while, basically. Yeah, now I'm back home, finally. Yes. Dude, seriously, like up until New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, New Year's Eve was like the second time in three weeks that I actually was able to sleep in my own bed. No. Oh. Dude, it was a weird December for me. Jesus. Well, <sighs> you know, well, welcome back to the friendly skies. <laughs> so, first thing, real quick, is those who have lingered a lot longer. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I knew I was going to say it. Linger longer. But I didn't have the soundboard ready. <laughs> Douchebag. Anyway, for those that have lingered longer, you have seen us pictured here if you've watched if you haven't you've only been on the uh the the podcasting side fuck you come over here it's a hell of a lot more fun um you can there's see a visual our- element folks and you'll see very much why we started in radio and not television when ron suggested we start doing webcams on this i was like are you sure bro all right are you 100 on that are you 100 on that are you sure are you sure, Private Pile? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was sure. Um, pretty much because we always liked in the old show, and we always start these shows with talking about our reminiscing about our old Dude, times. The old times are better. 15 years. I know, right? Um, <laughs> you know, in our old show, we, we did technically have a webcam. Um, oh, and yeah. When we had it, remember it was up in the ceiling. Yeah, it was right? like a security camera. Right next to the disco ball. <laughs> which which turned, but the light burned but out. The light we burned never out. The light. You know how, how cheap those lights are? They're about 18 cents. And nobody. <sighs> nope. Uh, I did. I, I would have volunteered to do it for free, damn it. In, 2000, <laughs> <a step> <laughs> in 2005, I sent one to the radio station. Because that's when I started working at Guitar Center. And we sold those little par 38s. And those par 38s were the ones that that went with the ball and shined the light on the ball. So I literally got one, put it in a box, and shipped it from the store that I worked at. You know, from the Guitar Center that I was working at. From Virginia, yeah. (laughs) Boom. And it went down there. I get a call from somebody I didn't know. Like... I never heard of this person. I guess they were the next person that took over for Jackie, maybe, or something like that. And they were like, hey, you know, it's all your information on here. I was just calling to figure out why you sent this to us. I'm like, you know you know that little par can, that little circle deal with the light bulb in it? That's a replacement light bulb. I actually sent you two of them. Because Not that expensive. one burned out about three years ago. And no one's replaced the fucking light. And I don't even know what sparked it for me. Like, whatever brought it up. Like, oh, the the spotlight doesn't work. Why was I thinking about that? I don't know. But I was at work when it happened. So I grabbed a light. 
I went over to the cash register (laughs) and I was an employee. So I got it at cost. There you go. Cost plus ad pack. Real quick sidetrack. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in business or you're looking to get into business, divide your costs for things to every individual item. Let's say you let's say you you made a thousand little things, right? And you sell little thing. Well, little thing, the cost of the little thing is the material, the production, your time. Add in whatever fraction of that is will take to 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 mail it to your customers or ship it from the manufacturer. Like if you have somebody making it for you and you're they're shipping it to you and then you're storing it and selling it at your store or whatever, all of those costs factor into just the, the individual pieces. So that becomes the individual piece. Like that cost to move a thousand of them divided by a thousand. And that's the cost per item. And doing it like that, ends up giving you a better better number to work with uh, uh, for cost tracking and things like that, especially for shrink and if you have a physical location and, <laughs> you know, things like that. It does help. So the cost plus ad pack was actually the cost, the shipping, like, the you know, the cost and the, the item that it was made, like Guitar Center bought it from Fender or whatever. This is how much it cost from Fender. Plus the calculated cost for that device or unit or whatever, how much the share of shipment and shipping it around to stores, advertising, which is why they call it an ad pack. Um, you know, and basically any other cost associated with that order of those things. And that's what the cost of it was. So we got what was called base cost which was the original cost that it cost Guitar Center to purchase it from whoever they purchased it from, plus the logistics and the advertisement, and then we got that price as our our cost. That microphone over there that is the one that Brandon uses, right? That is called what we call a JIP bomb, a GP bomb, gross profit. The cost of that microphone is really low. Really low really low (laughs) like it's a hundred dollar microphone yeah cost plus ad pack was like a hundred and twenty dollars and what was the selling them for 400 fuck me you think the oil companies are gouging (laughs) 399 okay so damn son so they were called triple and a half (laughs) <laughs> but here's the beautiful thing. By the way, it's a Groove Tubes. That one's a GT55. I also have a GT57. Then they called them Sterlings. So ST55, ST57. There was a whole slew of them. And they were all jet bombs. The beauty of them is, is that they're actually really good microphones. Are they? So yeah. Are they like my mic tech? No. But they are still really good microphones solid ass microphones and they made a stupid like, amount like of money like my audio technica yeah right right it'll do it'll do for it, 95% of 
It's perfect. Especially what we're doing. I mean, for podcasting, I would love to have an RE20, but then I have to go get all the other stuff to be able to hook it into the computer. If we <laughs> like, were if we yeah. were ISDN connected, which we can do, but it, it requires a lot of, of work. If we did ISDN connections and you were in a room that was audio, con- you know, like reflection controlled <laughs> yeah, like not, this one. Not, not my kitchen. You would sound <laughs> damn good. Yeah. Because ATs are great mics. Yeah. Can't I've got one of the turntables too, and I love that. They, they, I mean, they make good <laughs> stuff. Makes good, and I was like, okay, I'm looking for microphones that okay, they have a USB rather than an XLR connection, so I can just plug it right into any computer. And oh, by the way, the new iPads now that they have a USB C connection, once you get the right adapter, not only can you plug HDMI into it, it's got a USB port, so mm. I can hook this sucker into it and have fun with that. <laughs> I'm like, yay! I can get. Either bring this or get another one on a travel stand. What's it? What uh, didn't they make a USB version of the RE20? I was looking around for it. I'm not sure oh. if I found it or not. It's like I was. I remember at one point I was looking for it, and I'm like, okay, just forget it. I'm like, no, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm happy with this thing. This thing was like 200, 220 bucks, whatever it was. I'm like, it's good, and it lights up. It's good, <laughs> and it lights up. So the moral of the story. No, I'm just saying. Back to my promo. Is I'm in a new room. Yes. I can show you what this room looks like on the opposite side, the side that you can't see because you're you're on it'd be behind the camera. It's be behind the camera. So I can go right over meow and then go right meow and then go hi meow. There you go. And there's Drew in the background. This is right before we went live, folks. I'm like, I'm looking at stuff on my computer, as you can tell, thanks to my webcam. But yeah, and Ron's got his setup of all the fun stuff, and that's a completely new room, folks. He has a window now. Yes, that was one of the outside. That was one of the main reasons that I did the swap. Not gonna lie, <laughs> you weren't in the nuclear bunker in <laughs> your childhood bedroom anymore. Exactly. Oh no, <laughs> exactly. I decided to come over here. I messed up with the car. I changed with the lights and stuff like that because I used to have that big giant softbox that I've got this really, really nice light, you know, that I use for film stuff. And I, I wasn't using it. It was sitting in its box on the side or like on the floor right next to that big ass softbox that wouldn't fit. <laughs> so as you can see from that photo, it's a lot smaller and it's easier to get in and out of and blah, blah, blah. So actually there, I have a good shot of the, uh, room when it was, yeah, see, yeah the overall shot of the room you just took yeah. from the door. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? There's a picture of me sleeping <laughs> in the room. Oh, did I say Jesus, honey, you got it. It's me in the shower. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that reference. God damn. My cousin Vinny. Uh, maybe that's why at I the end where he's like, okay, he's like, he's going through all the pictures that got developed and everything and ends up finding the thing he needs, but he doesn't notice it. He's just like, so he's like, he's so flustered. He's like, I'm on, I'm on a lunch recess trying to figure out, you know, how the hell am I going to win this case and, and get my nephew acquitted of this murder? It's like, oh yeah. And it's like, and, it's, and he's flipping out at his girlfriend. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Jesus, honey, you got it. It's me in the shower. This is it. Um, <laughs> Didn't I post that picture somewhere? I don't know. Oh, maybe I post, posted it on the the Ketone Guitars page. Oops. Nope. Didn't part, didn't post it. Where the fuck did I post? Is it not that? on the? Is it not on the actual? 
Porch Factor page? Oh, it might be. I was going to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw it on, it might be. on, on, on Porch, uh, Porch Factor Facebook page, at least. Yes, yes, there it is. All right, because I was like, <laughs> where the fuck is this fucking picture, yo? Uh, yeah. I've got to figure out how to be able to search for this thing where it doesn't go to the old dead page and it goes to the good one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Facebook. But yeah, see, I, it's much <laughs> it's, I love it. It's like, yeah, it's a dead page. But now when you try to search for the new one, it goes to the old dead one that they won't let us like fuck with anymore. I can't even wrong. delete it. What the? I am. Yeah, right? I, we've been zucked. And it sucks. <laughs> Elon wouldn't let this shit happen with his social media. Correct. <laughs> Elon, buy Facebook next and send that little son of a bitch packing. <sighs> God damn it. Guess who I'm being texted by? Eh. Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Can't make it tonight. I'm like, okay. No, That's no. Fine. He was he was asking me to, if he could borrow a SIG or, you know, bum a SIG. Oh. And I'm like, Bruh. I don't smoke anymore, bro. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <All right. laughs> you can bum a vape, maybe. <laughs> right. So, oh, fuck. It is supposed to rain tomorrow. God damn it. I need to get off my phone. It's going to piss me off. <laughs> it's like, we're doing a show, and Ron's like, God damn it. There's all kinds of shit in this little freaking, you know, Box. hell brick. <laughs> so. I it's did want to say, brick. <laughs> you, you liked my, my comment on this one post. Uh, I forget what it was even posting about. And I said, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a quote. And the quote was, when the phone was tied to the wall, humans were free. Yep. And I'm like, goddamn truth, though. As wild as it sounds, when we started all getting cell phones. Really, when we started getting smartphones. Smartphones, right. Because, okay, the ability to make a phone call anywhere you go, okay, that's one thing. Right. But the ability to just sit there and, like, have your face buried in this thing that gives you all sorts of information from all sorts of sources, other than, you know, just basic direct communication between two or three people. Or however many. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, or, or it's, you know, we do conference calling and all that fun stuff that you can do. I'm like, okay, if you, using it as a phone... Which is almost an after. That's one of the things I like. It's about an afterthought. Finally, after fifteen years <laughs> of iPhones, they finally made one that actually works correctly as a phone, and I can actually hear. Right. That seriously, dude. Like, how many times I was making a call on an iPhone, and I have to put sucker on speakerphone just, and then then hold it up to my ear like this, just so I can hear what the other person is saying. Turned all the so way. I'm trying up. to use this sucker like a normal phone, and the freaking earpiece part is never loud enough. No. They finally fixed that. Yeah. My- my dad, I mean, he even has a, I think it's a, an 11. It's either a 10 or 11 or something like that. I've got an SE, which is the, which is a seven and eight case that had new guts and display put in. Yeah. So it's got all the latest and greatest shit. Yeah. My, like, oh, goody. And the good news is I didn't even have to get a new case. It's still, that's working. what my child had. <laughs> my uh, Magpul case. Yeah. That I've had for ages. I love it. Nice. Magpul, Magpul case. <laughs> yes. Magpul fucking iPhone case. Mine's from I didn't a, have to get a new case. Mine's from a company called Moment, and Moment has those lenses that I have, like the the uh, 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 the anamorphic lens, the the telephoto lens, the wide angle lens, all these things that mount up in this little uh, this little doohickey right here. 
and you can use them for you know with the regular cameras on here but or not but it's actually great because let's say you're using the telephoto lens which i think is a it's either a two or three x two it might be just be two x when you put that on there you don't have to digital zoom right there's no yeah. optical zoom no, no digital zoom it's old school baby it, it's awesome because then you don't get that pixelation yeah right? that's the kind of thing where oh yeah if you're gonna do that digital zoom you better have all the megapixels all of them all of them Ooh, like my sony okay mm. one more picture time picture time <clears throat> one more picture time <laughs> so uh my child is in the the band right mm-hmm. you know and we're at a band concert and why oh that's why so i'm i'm at the concert and i'm taking pictures and i got my big camera out you know i got my sony out and i'm taking pictures while i go in to you know like review them as i'm shooting them and i ended up posting this because i was like holy shit i can get so fucking close (laughs) this is insanity I can count hair. Um, can God count hair strands. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I think the last person I sent it to was my child. So, and we don't chat much on Facebook. So I should actually be able to find it. It should be fairly recent. It's not like trying to track down stuff in our group chat that we sent this morning, and we'll <laughs> exactly. never if see it, it again. This morning, I'm like, nope, it's in the ether. It's lost forever. Ah, here we go. <laughs> found it all right so let me pull that one up and then i'm gonna pull one more up it get it got god damn it it would be nice if facebook messenger had a search feature where like i can go back and like okay we were talking about a subject like two or three days ago or a couple months ago or whatever and we think oh hey we had a good discussion then that's relevant to say what we're talking about on the show let's go punch up oh search is like for that topic and do like oh all your posts in the thread that would be nice show up that would be handy very handy It'd be very handy. All right, here we go. So, first picture here is of where I was sitting, like my view. And this is even zoomed in a little bit. All right, so I'm sitting in an auditorium in the second section, like right in front of me is the soundboard, right? I'm sitting in the elevated section so I could get good shots of the band. Well, I sent her a picture of the camera because I zoomed in on this picture you see how far that's their director you see Mm -hmm. how far away he is it was this kind of shot and then i zoomed in to just his face damn see how small it is five ten feet away tops yeah i'm like god damn and that's zooming in on the photo yes Yes, that that's is not, not. Oh, that's what the photo looked like. No, it's a little red square. Do you see that little, little tiny red rectangle? Little photo. That's what that actually is. Exactly. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. What's so, the resolution of this camera? Uh, what is it? Forty-eight. I was happy with twenty point nine or whatever my Nikon has. What the hell is the browser? <laughs> I'm good with that. Uh, Sony A. It's a A7R4 is the camera model. Um, and being H, well, actually, no, it's not, it's not that it's something else. I was happy with like 20.9. Damn, son. 61 megapixels. 
and it's a full framer. Damn, son. I grew up a Nikon boy. <laughs> I, I was like, I've wanted a Nikon since I was in high school. Finally bought one last year. Technically. Like, okay, this is good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's great. Now I just need to actually take it places and go take pictures of shit. Technically. Oh, yeah. I remember the old XGM Minolta that I started with. The old <laughs> rifle. Yep. It's like it's like a rifle. You got to like cock it after every shot. Yep. Uh, this is like their big one. This is the SRT201. This is the camera that I actually started on. Yeah. Then I got my own Nikon N75. That's the one that I took with me down to Riddle when I first started there in 03. And gosh, you shouldn't have done that. You just a boy. Poor little feller. <laughs> Poor little feller. <laughs> um, that's the one I took down there. And I stayed on film for the longest time. And you know who actually ruined me? Quark? Quark. Yeah. Ren Quack. Like, dude, you got to see what you can do with digital. I'm like, yeah, if you got money. Yeah, cuz he was using the MD uh or the, he was using the uh the uh the D5 um the Canon um um the Mark 3, I think. The the D5 Mark 3. So the step up from the Rebel. No, what is it called? Oh my god. Uh, I was like I only really followed Nikon stuff for a long time. I was like, hey, my mom has a Rebel. That's she's about fifteen years old at least now. But yeah, uh, I never really followed Canon all that closely. He had, the, he had 5D Mark III, and that's when the 5D Mark III was new. And when the my five the body alone had to be what two three grand three more three. This is fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Damn. Now of course Ooh. they're on like. 5d mark some crazy shit or whatever and it's like but, I, my my nikon d7500 or whatever it is or that i've got it's like that probably is a better camera now and the whole package with like four lenses costs less than two grand yeah i remember when you got that yeah because <laughs> i got a last Good summer camera. i was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wanted a nikon for almost what for 20 years <laughs> had the nikon n75 and then when i finally went to digital after quack ruined me I got the D80. I had the D80. I did so many photo shoots with the D80. So 400 photo shoots. Um, then I got, I got the 5100, I think, for a sh- very short time. That camera sucked balls. Then I got my dream camera, which was the, uh, the Nikon D800. Now, that was like as close as you could get to medium format. It was like a 47 mixel- megapixel beast mode kick you in the balls full frame yeah. sexy big songs. size big. actual ccd area too big. that's the thing is i've got the one that's the the slightly smaller uh, uh photo receptor right. it's not full 35 millimeter four frame by, like four the, by three yeah like the, the i looked at what those cameras were costing I was like oh yeah the body alone was three and i'm like yeah I don't need that much nope <laughs> and then, unless i'm getting paid to take <clears throat> pictures i don't need that much camera. no no <laughs> Well, John, our good buddy Jonathan Dot Dearth, uh, was selling his his Sony, his A7R4, mm-hmm. and I was at a time when I could do it, and I'm like, "Yes, please." So I bought it from him, and then I got some I got some uh, a Tamron lens and some other stuff that just made it God mode. Now I take it to these things, and I'm just like, "Oh, take a picture of that." Click. I think there's a flea on your, hang on. 
It's like, wow, man, I'm getting all the epic. That's kind of you're like, no, is that is that something on my lens? No, that's actually a thing. This is in the subject of the <laughs> correct. It's like, hey, bro, <laughs> that's not that's not noise. That's not fluff. That's that subject. Brush your shoulder off, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I can I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> you have something on you. I can see it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, it was glorious. So I, I I I got camera time back, and I was very happy. So. John, if you are listening, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Excellent. So let's see. We talked about new studio. We've gone on sidetracked on cameras. New studio. Same studio, new room. But yeah, technically, I'd say call it new studio. So two things. One, this is where it all started. This room. Oh, yeah. This room is. Oh, God, you're right. Yeah, we used to do the show in that room back when it was just the computer corner desk. Oh, even way before that, like when my music world started, mm-hmm. it was this room. Okay, like I'm, I'm thinking podcast world, like involving me. That too. I remember doing a few shows. Yep. <laughs> That's every time we go in there, it's like, oh yeah, we always had the vent closed or something was weird because like we had to open the door and take like breaks every half hour because we'd sweat like crazy. It does get like, warm in this room. It got a little warm in there from what I remember. <laughs> but like, the beauty the two of us is in here is all this energy going. We got booze and all this fun shit happening. And it's like. Me, it's warm in here. <laughs> it's like I'm on call early tomorrow morning, so I'm uh, I'm being a good boy tonight. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, <sighs> the very like when I first started doing recordings, when I first joined bands, when I was like 12, 13, something like that. Practice right here, and then this was where the the recording studio started, and on my desk here. Thankfully, this one I shouldn't be able to break. Knock on wood. <laughs> I didn't break the camera. I just knocked the, the the lens cap off. The very first mixer that I used to record with is this one. Ooh, nice. Behringer Euro Rack MX602A. I ran out from the tape out right here. Tape out. Oh, how it gets. <laughs> It gets Kids, better. Remember, we used to have this stuff back in the day. <laughs> it gets better. It, oh. it gets way better. I ran from the RCA tape out right here on the board, right? And I ran it into a RCA to eighth inch, which is the same as like your headphone, headphone jack, jack. Yep. Into the microphone input on a computer, on an e-machine mm. running Windows... 98 no uh running xp okay when xp was like latest greatest kind of thing. <laughs> back 15 plus years ago 25 years ago roughly <laughs> no i remember it was, it was 98 then it was me millennium edition yeah so and ME, then XP came along. <laughs> me is the okay yes because me was the one that actually came out on that e-machine that e-machine uh I, uh my parents got and that was mine at home, right? Because I had built pretty much all the rest of them. I haven't only built two computers I've ever owned. That ME machine, that was terrible. And then I ended up putting XP on it. And then it was the one in the recording studio for the longest time. And then the other one was the uh, Dell uh, 2200. The, uh, um, God, what was the model name? Dimension. 
2200 and that was the one that was purchased by my grandmother for me to take to riddle when i went to riddle okay so so we're talking 2003 vintage thereabouts correct hmm. guess where that computer was until about six months ago your folks place sitting on my hearth oh my <laughs> it just it, the, the 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 fireplace is one of those places that you set something and for some reason it's a black hole <laughs> it's been like that since this house was built almost 50 years ago I had a fireplace in my old apartment and like, okay, I had my, uh, the, 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 my grandfather's old Seiko world clock that he got from Xerox 40 years ago. Seiko. Seiko. (laughs) I I have a lot of Seikos. I'm wearing one. (laughs) I have a, I I have a lot of Seiko. The Seiko right there. I have a Seiko. The gold clock I'm talking about is on the other end of the room. It's sitting on top of their hi-fi now. He's got a bit of a Seiko hard on. I'm a psychoholic just about as I've got, I've, <laughs> I've got more than a few, <laughs> a bit, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I had that sitting up there. I had the metronome that was from my grandparents' house. It was sitting on top of their piano for ever. The old school wind up metronome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I got is like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Never set anything else up there except maybe my keys when I got home from work. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'll put something like, um, um, like a box or something, you know? Uh, oh, I put my, uh, uh, flight controls sitting mm-hmm. over there, right? So that they were out of the way. They were on a raised area, so they didn't get, this is going to be with. a big mantelpiece in order to like hold no, like, on the, on the, objects, yeah. on the bricks. Oh, on the bottom part in front of the okay, actual yeah, hearth. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Put stuff there, and I never put anything on that part. Dude, it <laughs> never just put there. <laughs> There's been a Harmony Stella, uh, uh, old guitar sitting mm-hmm. on there. And when my parents moved out, I'm pretty sure it conveyed because they forgot it was there because it was sitting on the black hole. I don't know what it is about that fucking thing, dude. Like, <laughs> we're, we're talking the downstairs one, yeah. Okay, and now I yeah. look at it all day, every day. And I still leave things there. Cause, yeah, because your your computer desk is right there. Right there. <laughs> right I literally to it. literally look at that spot thirty times per day, every single day. <laughs> still leave things there. It's like my coffee table, and it's like it's like I'll clean shit off like every six months or whatever, and then <laughs> within like two weeks. It's back to being like I never touched it. Like, I've spot. got all kinds of shit piled up on my coffee table. And I'm like, all right, I, I know I put something here somewhere. I'm like I'm digging through all this shit. <laughs> it's a catch spot. Yeah. It's it's like, okay, it, it's yeah, you're like, you're right. It is the black hole. Everything just accumulates to it. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, I need to move into a new apartment. I need a bigger apartment. Or better, at the very least, I need to get like a friggin' storage unit. And go put a whole bunch of boxes and shit and sterilite bins that I got in the damn closet. Just that's just taking up space and mm-hmm. put it in the damn storage unit. The air conditioned one, so it doesn't get freaking weird or anything. But like, I just need to clear out some space in this joint. So, um, when's the last time those things did, that you went did? Did you go through them and? Say I know I went I through them last need, year. I don't need. But this when anymore. I had some time off during uh, uh, 
but waiting for the you know the training gap right last fall i know i went through a bunch of that stuff and i'm like okay i need to take care of this guy and then okay training starts going and it's like okay forget it that's the important thing because this is important to a keeping a roof over my head <laughs> so that became priority number one yeah <laughs> like make sure the career is secure i'm like okay now that it is now i finally okay now i'm back from miami i'm in dallas for the next quarter century i can think about finally you know I'm bursting at the seams. All the shit that I got in this one bedroom. It's a big 900 square foot one bedroom apartment, but I'm running out of room. <laughs> it's not as big as you think. You know, it, I, I, I've just, I've lived here for three and a half years and I've accumulated a few things since <laughs> you remember my first, uh, uh, um, uh, my first, uh, um, apartment when I first moved back down to Florida, the one in Orlando, the one in Orlando, or the one you moved out of when we, we moved to Palm coast. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. it was 650 eight. square foot, one bedroom. Seemed bigger than that. It did, didn't it? Right? I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> that joint felt like it was like the size of my current place, which is like 50% bigger almost. Yeah, it's just very well laid out. Okay. Very, very well laid out. And that, that you know, being that one room, it, that room, like the master bedroom, the only bedroom, was fucking huge. However... You grow, think of it like being a fish. You grow to the size of, of the bowl. The bowl. And you, yeah. So and you're if, like, all right, I need, I need, a, I don't need a bowl. I need a tank. Right. <laughs> I need an aquarium. Now I have an ocean and now it's too small again. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if I ever get like a thousand acres in the middle of nowhere and I say that's not enough. Yeah. Then gotta, maybe I've got a problem. Got to trim down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the herd of cattle that I'm raising is a little too big and I need to cull it just a tad. See, now me, <laughs> to get rid of those kind of things, like whatever would make that too small for me, you would have to call American Pickers. If I had a thousand <laughs> acre ranch in the middle of BF Egypt, if I had a thousand acres anywhere, I'd be like, how the hell am I ever going to run out of space on a thousand acres? But only I mean, that's Texas. like alone for a half mile in every direction. And I love it. Uh, yes, that's what I want. Yes. I want enough land that I can put in a proper rifle range. Yes. That's what I really want. It's like I want enough land that I can put in a proper rifle range and actually have enough distance to reach out and do proper good long range shooting. Like that 500 so that one. Yeah. That I shot. Or, at. Or, yeah, or even longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to give me, give me a range where I can go out to 1,000. <laughs> Drew's like, I am a size queen when it comes to the size of my <laughs> like, range. Like, all right, that's it. I put give me a thousand yard range, and that gives me in something to shoot for. No pun intended. Uh-huh. Good enough. That's yeah. I know that I thought about it. It's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> me, it's like I can get good enough. Oh, that, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> I was like, give me something to shoot for. Give me. What have we got goal. here? A fucking comedian. Give me a goal. <laughs> and private pile can find something he does well. <laughs> And get on paper at a thousand yards. I'm like, okay, give me something to you know to to work towards. Give me right. a goal. So I was like, all right, get good enough. Yeah, first get on paper at five hundred. Get on paper at eight hundred. Get on paper at a thousand. Now, when you start no. talking about getting on paper at a thousand, you need some serious hardware. Yeah, and the proper don't, ammo. Don't use a fifty-five grain five-five-six and an AR-15 with an ACOG. Use at minimum hundred and sixty-eight grain three hundred eight. Yes. Because that's the, it's like, again, it's 168 is you, what usually you get for like federal gold medal match. 
And the reason they chose that bullet weight, normal bullet weight for 308 is about 145, 150 grains. 168 is a little heavier. The idea being it'll carry supersonic velocity out to 1,000 yards. God damn. Yes. That's why they, you go the little bit heavier bullet. Slightly slower muzzle velocity, but it carries it further. I'm just over here opening the window yeah. because it's so, hot as fuck. <laughs> as we discussed a minute ago, Ron's getting a little warm in this joint. <laughs> it wasn't an issue you had in the old studio, though. It's like that joint was comfortable. The, the other room. Well, but yeah. So the it's, way that it's one I of the fixed, reasons, yeah. the way that I That's fixed why, that yeah. though is I would open the vent, which I can do because the vent is right there. However, yeah. I would have Noise. to make the room like change the AC system so like turn the heat off so it was just air. Or make the whole house colder oh. just to keep that room good. Now, it did keep it contained with that room because that's right next to where the AC unit, where the HVAC unit is. So it would stop the, the, the cold from blowing into the rest of the house, but it also wouldn't heat the rest of the house. So the house would get hot as fuck <laughs> or cold as fuck. <laughs> cold as fuck, yeah. Cold like, as fuck. Everybody's wearing sweaters and blankets and, and slippers and shit. Why? Because Ron's doing Because Ron's show. in the studio. Yes. <laughs> See, Ron is working. Now in here, you know, like having that window, I can pop that open and in just a little bit, it'll be, it'll be nice in here again. Until your neighbors drive by with the crackle tune. <laughs> I want someone to message us right now. If you know why people do that, like especially if you're the one, one of the ones who does it, why? Why do you drive around and tune your car so that it will only last for about two or three years? Have it crack, snap, pop, and boom, causing shots fired calls all day with the police. Not like the nice crackle tune I had on my last corvette right not that sounded proper it's like oh yeah get second gear get about three thousand revs and back yeah and back off and go, bah, 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 bah. but it was that, like a pleasant that's overrun. called it gunshots right <laughs> yes there's a difference ladies and gentlemen between backfire because you're running rich and overrun yeah overrun is from timing overrun is is something that a big hearty beefy balls to your face kind of engine does like a well-tuned well-maintained low mileage ls1 v8 correct with if, a good exhaust on it that's if y'all had done <laughs> the other thing is like it had a proper set of pipes on it too right. it sounded really but good. when you say a proper set of pipes you mean a proper set of pipes not a, a cherry like long bomb. tube headers with no cats and like nice corsa mufflers and not a cherry not, bomb like fuck not boys. a cherry bomb on a fucking honda so Someone please message us and explain. I mean, does it does it make your Jimmy hard? <laughs> does it give you a stiffy driving around like that? Because every do you, do you face, think the girls like it? <laughs> and see, here's the thing. So all of the meats that I've ever seen driven through or anything like that in this area with all those crackle boxes, there are no women there. That's <laughs> a sausage fest. It's complete sausage fest. My neighbors, it's rice and sausage. My my neighbors who do this with the most beat up piles of shit. Oh, I got one to tell you after this. Beat up piles of shit. They don't have any significant others. Apparently, their dad just dipped. 
that was one of the things I, I like about like the Corvette Club that I've been involved with. Is okay, most of those guys are like our parents' age. Right, you're the I youngest was, one I was in the group. Frequently, the youngest person in the room exactly. at all, and they're all bringing their wives. Yeah, they're all married. They're it's like they're all yeah. They're it's like okay, this is the woman they've been married to for 35, 40 years. Don't get it twisted. Like, yeah, don't get it twisted. We don't care if you're gay. No, no, no. bring it's your just, husband. Where? Yeah, we, I don't you, give a fuck. Alone. Bring your husband or wife, whether you're male or female. I don't care. Whatever you're but into. Sh- show me, like in the biker world, there's girls. If you don't have somebody world. riding bitch. Right. Then there's a problem. And everyone at the biker bar is going to let you know. Because they're going to be like, where's your bitch at? Where's your old lady? Is she parking the bike? What is she doing? Like, oh, no, she bring her own bike. I don't have one, and that's when they. It's like, okay, if you've got now, a woman who brings her own bike, it's like then, you got yourself a keeper, right? You got, you got. Yeah, there's excellent keepers. Like, I want to ride, bitch. I want to ride my own bike, right? Like, and you're really? like, and <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I'll pay for that. That's it. She's the one. <laughs> that's the meme. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's there's no like I I was fixing to ask my neighbor to be like. Hey, so there's only all of your dudes over here. You guys gay? Hey, it's fine. Man, it's it, we're not judging. With me, just you know, curious. Just curious, because y'all ain't never got no significant others over here. And all you do is pound cock, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on over there. It's insanity to me. Like, all right, yeah. so when we were in school, we had ricers. Oh, yeah. There was always a Civic without a spoon engine, you know, with a cherry bomb on it. No, you get three. He's running three Civics with spoon motors. Like, right. It's like, what are they running on? Hopes and dreams. T six <laughs> turbo. You know, with a fifty shot of NOS. No, these... with a T four turbo, not a bad way to spend ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Like I was like, I just go back and listen to all the dialogue in that fucking movie. I'm like, yeah, whoever wrote this doesn't know dick Shit about cars. About cars, not a goddamn thing. I'm sorry. Why would you be heel towing in a drag race? Right. <laughs> Granny shifting, you know, double clutching, not heel towing, like not like, double why clutching, the fuck would like you be shit? heel towing or double clutching, double like, clutching. You'd be double clutching in a drag race. That's for downshifts, right? What? You're not going around a track. You're on a quarter mile drink. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Really? A lot of braking in these quarter miles? <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> motors. Yeah. Now, the- warning, danger to manifold while you're uploading your tune in the middle of. <laughs> so they did, however, do something that I really think that only one other film did. And correct me if I'm wrong. Now, don't think of our circles that no hero cars like a boss. In, in in movies and shows and shit. Mm-hmm. In Fast and the Furious, the uh, the uh, um, eclipse, the green mm-hmm. eclipse. His uh, um, uh, um, the Supra. Uh, well, yeah, the orange Supra, which everyone knew was a '97 two JZ twin turbo, two JZ GTE. Yes. <laughs> that's the turbo knew. one and they did change a couple of things for the turbo engine everybody not just knew. bolting a turbo one the engine itself is a little bit more bolting beefy two turbos on it um yeah it was originally it was a two turbo then everybody's twin. like say fuck that noise we want yeah. one big turbo so we got lag for days which but lag? all the power exactly 
and and that was the the big thing that car was a sprint car yeah you know that they those other ones stuff, not oh half mile full mile racing right oh no we're, we were doing quarter mile shit exactly you know we want to uh, get up to speed quickly exactly massive top speed and if you want to go with one and you do a sequential cool rock yeah. on but like as that and the rx7 was the same story like, oh, yeah we get exactly. two turbos we got a little turbo for getting you up to speed and then that kickstarts the big charge turbo. the tur- the big turbo yeah, to kick the big turbo into gear into into move me now <laughs> yes <laughs> Drive but, okay, gas, jazz go. go. All right, so <laughs> the 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 uh, the Eclipse GS, the uh, um, Toyota uh, Subaru, and um, Dom's car it was Challenger. Uh, the Challenger, yeah, the Challenger. A seventy, I think. Yeah, yeah. seven or no, yeah, seventy. No, it was a Charger. Charger. It was a Charger. Yeah, seventy seventy Charger with a goddamn blower. That rig is so overpriced now. My good lord, you can get so much more fucking power out of a junkyard LS and a Chinese turbo exactly. after watching Matt Happel do it over and over again. Exactly. Like, yeah, for less than $1,000 out the door between engine and turbo and basic plumbing and a junkyard 4L80E transmission behind it. And I'm like, how much fucking money? You spend more money on the blower on yes. that charger than you would on that entire powertrain. Yes. And you'd still make less power. <laughs> and you'd still make less power. It looks fucking amazing. Looks amazing. However, <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not going to go torquing any frames with that. And uh, it's like, oh yeah, we're going to do wheelies and a burnout at the same time. And I go, no, you're doing no. one or the other. Yeah, it's it's one or the other, guys. <laughs> and then over, they jump the train tracks, and the train is in normal speed, but they somehow went into slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> that always bugged the fuck out of me. The shot was, oh yeah, we just jumped the train tracks and the train's that, hauling ass behind them, and they're in slow motion. I'm like, did nobody notice that in the edit? Right. <laughs> did anybody give a shit? Well, they were trying to say that that train was like the bullet train, but it, it was wasn't. Like, yeah, it was like we, we were, they were like, there ain't no goddamn yet. freight train that's going that fast, <laughs> bitches. All right, well, this this is not Japan. That's not the bullet train. That was a CSX. Go fuck yourself. And ain't no freight train moving like that either. It's no. all passenger trains. Correct. So <laughs> light shit. So, all right, those three from that one movie. Yeah. You no, know, like from a, 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 a hero car. You know, none of the Civics made it. None of that. Not even the the VW. Yeah, the the, the heist Civics. Yeah, those, right. Those are pretty badass setups. Like, right. Okay, pretty like stealth sleeper kind of setup. I rather or, like those. Or what's his name's uh, white and blue VW. Oh god, Jesse's Daddy, fucking Jesse's car. A nine yeah. second Jetta. Right. He lost like, it. I don't think so, dude. Lost it in pinks. <laughs> fucking douchebag. Yeah, lost it so, in race wars. <laughs> so those three cars. So three movies, excuse me. Those well, three, no, cars, three cars in one movie. No, it's I know. like cuz those are all in the first no, I'm, one. I'm going to talk about three movies. Those three cars from that one. Back to the Future trilogy. Yep. With the DeLorean and gone in 60 seconds with Eleanor. Yeah. The yeah. reason that I say that, I mean, there's other things like there's Knight Rider and stuff like that. You know, there's yeah. other ones out there, but not everyone knows yeah, of those. Everybody hero knows. Exactly. I know the hero car from Deep Impact was a an Econoline van. Oh, no, it was a Ford Windstar. I'm sorry. The Ford Windstar. Okay, that was I have the to watch hero it again. Vehicle. I never, I never paid attention to the hero car. That was I'm assuming the, this is from the traffic jam that you yes, ran by. Yes, 
<laughs> so the you car saw it in the flesh for hours. So the you car know. <laughs> that Lily's characters, you know, her parents and her little kid, the the little sister, little baby, yeah, little sister, running away. You know, on uh, in our road on two thirty four. That was a uh, a wind star. Uh, why do I know that? Because I was standing behind that motherfucker in one hundred and ten degree weather in the and middle. Action and action. Oh, and action. Oh. By the way, aren't you Tashi? Was running back and forth in 110 degree heat, and he's what 11 years old? I was old? like 10 or 11 years old, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, are you Tasha Yar? Like, wait the, a minute, like, how, am, how, am I going you crazy or? Or are you from Star Trek? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I know it's hot out here, and I've been running a lot, but right. um, wait a minute, <laughs> have no idea who the dad was, no idea who the daughter was. I did get to talk to Lily Sobieski for quite a while. She said that Elijah Wood was a pussy. <laughs> because that bitch motherfucker was staying in his trailer like the whole time. The air was, conditioning. Now, in his defense, he was, was in hot. He was in like four shots the whole day. That's true. Yeah, he was he's like, oh, I ride up on the motorcycle. Hey, uh, get on this thing and we're out of here. And there's a couple angles where they do the back and forth thing, like the handing over the baby and stuff like that and getting Lily's character onto the back of it. And then, of course, neither one of them were actually on the motorcycle when it left the scene. Those were stunt doubles. Insurance is a thing. Uh, yeah, good point. But Unless your I'm, name's Tom Cruise and you're just like, fuck it, I'm doing this. Yeah, he's like YOLO. <laughs> he's like, I'll take the damn. It's like, where's the damn waiver? <laughs> He's hanging from a C-130. From yeah, the side like, of it, a I'm C-130. Fuck it. I'm doing <laughs> it, it I'm live. Doing <laughs> and then he goes and breaks his ribs, jumping between two buildings. You know, it's... there. There's, Dude. <laughs> there's, there's things that happen that are going to happen. They happen to stunt doubles all the time. But, you know, I give him a lot of credit. I give him a lot As of a guy who's like, usually the stunt doubles, all they do is the physical stuff. It's like, right. They don't do much in the way of acting, if no. any at all. Now, I give him I give him credit for three major things. One, he is his own stunt double. It yes. takes balls. He's willing, willing, willing to risk everything and his health and his life. I like Jackie Chan Tom, and Jackie uh, Chan. Yeah, I want to see who, who else does all that other stunts. Uh, I want to say Chuck Norris did a whole bunch of his own stunts too. I wouldn't be surprised. It would not shock me because I know it, when it comes to fight scenes, of course, he's doing his own stuff because he's a trained martial artist. Right. But I'm thinking, okay, like other kinds of stunts, like action stuff and other things like could driving a truck through a wall or some oh. shit. Like, yeah, I think he did some of that, too. What's his name? The, uh, um, the one from um, what's the one where he was breaking all the rules of time, time travel and shit. The one. Um, Jet Li. Jet Li. Oh, yeah. I definitely believe he does a lot of his own stuff. Absolutely. Too. And he's one of those ones yeah. that his his are like Jackie Chan's fight scenes. You're going to yeah. see their face all the time. you can tell time. it's them the whole time. Right. It's not, oh, Scarlett Johansson's kicking ass as Black Widow. I'm like, yeah, unless she's in front of a green screen, nine times out of ten, it ain't her. <laughs> Just saying. She might do one or two, but I imagine she probably got hurt on like the first movie or two that she did. After and that, said, she's like, fuck yeah, fuck that. Just hire yep. somebody, hire I'm somebody to wear the same wig I'm, that looks like my hair in this movie. So, yep. yeah. I'm done. <laughs> fuck it <laughs> but you know uh, uh, you you are taking a risk when you do that kind of stuff it totally makes sense you're taking a risk okay whatever but the other thing i uh, that i give him credit for 
is more of his production side. He signs on to movies, but he only signs on the movies that he knows are going to go in the right direction and ones that he can assist in making them go into that direction. He rejected like hundreds of different scripts over the last 20 some odd years. No, 38, 37 years from 1985. Yeah. Since Top Gun. Since Top Gun. He rejected hundreds of fan fiction of of professional writers everybody sending him and you know his his team uh uh scripts for a sequel and it wasn't until this one that he signed on and said yeah yeah we can do that yeah i like that yep it's basically star wars with modern day fighter correct (laughs) he's going Hmm, I'm pretty sure they watched Star Wars right before they wrote this thing. <laughs> I was going, my God, it's all there. <laughs> oh, what uh, can you, while we're talking, can you search for that video uh, of um, uh, how Top Gun should have ended? Or how oh, to. How yeah, okay. To, I know the one you're talking about. The animated joint. Yeah, because that one was perfect. <laughs> my favorite line from that is yeah, so. Uh, Maverick or the original one? Maverick. Because they okay, because they have two. They have they have both. <laughs> oh, all right. Send both, but we'll do Maverick first because we're talking about it. But yeah, the, the Maverick one's hilarious. Like, hey, are we fighting? You know, we're not. Fi- we're fighting not China. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got to be Iran because they're the only people with F-14s left in the world. So. <laughs> and and somehow they got their hand on Su-57s, even though there are like six of them that fly right now. <laughs> like Russia hasn't really even made that many of them yet. <laughs> there you go. All right, cool. All right, so this this one cracked me up. Yeah, I'm gonna mute you. You know why? Because you're an ads, ad, so you can suck a fat dick. All right, so. Uh, how it should have ended. Hishy is uh, <laughs> it's a great. Show. Rather good YouTube channel. They got a whole bunch of whole bunch of interesting stuff. I think the Hold Star on. Trek reboot one was the first time I discovered was when I discovered their channel. <laughs> Lens flare generators deactivated. <laughs> Did we oh, that? yeah, yeah. It's really nice. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so this is how it should have ended with uh, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way. Hey, Goose. Hey, bro. I'm dead, too. Your body can't cash, eh, Mav? <laughs> by the way, uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. Yeah, the movie's been out for eight months. Yeah. God damn, has it really been that long? Well, seven months. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. It was good. Seven Gen- months. Genius time to do it, by the way. I was like, yeah, I think it was what they originally wanted to do in 2020. And they're like, all right, COVID put a hold on everything. They're like, all right, let's wait until people can actually go to movie theaters on mass. Because holy fuck, this thing is going to crack every box office record. Come on. Everybody was wearing a mask in this movie anyway. 
True. <laughs> or or a, or a full face shield. Right. They were on the own oxygen. I love that they actually oxygen. accurately depict how pilots in pressure suits have to prepare for it. It's literally just, oh yeah, put a mask on and get a whole bunch of oxygen going through your blood to get all the nitrogen out of your blood so you don't get the bends if the there's bends. a decompression. Exactly. And like, all right, we're going to put your helmet on, keep the oxygen mask on your face, and <clears throat> hold your breath, and helmet on. <clears throat> Yeah, they right. actually depicted that correctly. And I was like, motherfuckers did their damn homework God for this did. movie. And see, all right, before we play this, the the other the other thing about um uh, Cruz, right, is his attention to detail rivals even people like Eastwood. And that's saying something. That's saying some shit. After watching Sully and they got every detail right. That I'm even like, dude, two pilots, one of them being a professional pilot in the aircraft that he was flying, you know, and you're just kind of like, okay, he, I can literally hold my checklist in front of my face because it's the Airbus standard checklist. I'm like every item that Scott, Skyle's got like halfway through it, maybe, and he's like, okay, fuck it, we're 300 feet from the water. Uh, no, nope, we're done. <laughs> but he was reading <laughs> literally the book. And this is a checklist designed to be run at 35,000 feet. Right, yeah. You, not yeah, at 2,800 feet. Yeah, it's like, no. It doesn't work like that. But yeah, to, uh, Mavericks, or not Maverick, Tom Cruise's freaking attention to detail, I think, rivals even Eastwood's. Yeah. And it, it, when you watch one of his films, if you find something that you're like, okay, that's a little hinky, bro. They even throw in little jokes, like take in uh, like the Mission Impossible movies, right? Any of those hanky ones, they always leave a little joke associated with it. If you, especially if you know that, yeah, that kind of breaks like the laws of physics, and there's no technology that does that and stuff like that. You know, um, uh, uh, when they put Simon Pegg in there, he was the comic relief that was mm-hmm. perfect for it. So that even he, the tech guy, in 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 the 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 uh, uh, um, um, the cell or whatever, um, you know, when he when he makes a joke, going, I don't, that shouldn't have happened, you know, yeah, and pointing it out breaks the fourth wall, sort of. And it's, it's a, enough of a wink to the audience, like, okay, we know it's getting a bit. We ridiculous. know it's psychotic. Like, it's we know. It's fine. <laughs> just just deal with it. It's movie magic. Eat a dick. All right, here we go. Fifth generation fighters. (laughs) I have a question. What country are we fighting here? Fifth generation fighters. No, I got that. But from where? Fifth generation. From where, though? Fifth generation! (laughs) (laughs) All right, you put us here. How are you going to get yourself out? You can bail out any time! Your strategy is about to run us into the ground. What's your move? I can go as low as you, sir, and that's saying something! Talk to me, Goose. No! Talk to me, Dad! <laughs> no, talk to me. No, me! Me first. Ah! Oh, I'm sorry, fellas, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always so good. Oops. Who's the better pilot? You or me? This is a nice moment. Let's not ruin it. I am. 
want to know why? Because <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I never thought about that one. Fire the tomahawks. This is the one that really drew That's a nice me. replica of an Aegis cruiser. It's a it really, really good is, drawing. right? Like the drawing <laughs> is really beautiful. Good drawing. Radar uh, panels on the wrong side though. Eh, whatever. Um I do want to say this one, this one really pissed me off. Tomahawks away. Now target the Sam turrets. Enemy Sam turrets locked. Duh. Fire second <laughs> wave of tomahawks. Right. Really. Just Ooh, made this no is sense. Easy. Now we got no threats. What about those two bogeys? No, they aren't even coming this way yet. Just follow me. Uh, what are you doing there, Mav? Just trying to make it feel more exciting. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> we can't outrun this guy. We've got to eject. What? Eject, eject. eject. It's not working. I'm sorry, Goose. Oh? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your savior speaking. Oh crap, he's dodging my missile. It's because he's <laughs> fifth generation fighter! <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saving my life. What my dad would have done. Your dad would have also gotten court-martialed for disobeying my direct orders. <laughs> Which is exactly what's going to happen to you. <laughs> what? Right! What? <laughs> like, oh yeah, Maverick, let's just go steal an F-18 right. somehow. <sighs> I, I, I still want to know how the fuck he pulled that one off. <laughs> Am I probably the least problem, least believable part of that movie? Like, motherfucker stole an F-18? Right. Uh, I'm no, not sure about that one. That's not how it works. <laughs> I, I, you, you can't just jump into it and start the bitch up and roll off. I mean, it. Kind of need a lot of people. A lot of people are involved in yeah, launching like, an F-18 from a carrier. Ready to go? Okay, you can run out there, pull the chocks, all that shit. I'm like, but there's you're getting like, all the way up to the point where you're starting a run, and nobody, the ground controllers right. on the radio, the tower controllers, said anything. Right. I mean, there's now, you're what? just Chuck Yeager in the F-104 and, and write stuff, just hopping in for a fucking joyride. Which, by the way, was not a joyride. It was an actual flight. There's fucking video of it. Mm. Yeah, there, Edwards Air Force Base actually has video on their YouTube channel of the incident. No shit. It was a fully scheduled, fully authorized test. No shit. And there's actually video of it of him at 100,000 feet fighting with this thing, and then all of a sudden he starts the tumble of death. The tumble of doom. Yeah. Doom! Yeah, um, I was like, okay, you just, you just hop into a fighter plane and just fucking, you know, like, and just, just, just joyride and take off with it. So just... You know, like, there's like probably just off the top of my head, probably a solid eight people minimum that would take to get that aircraft off the ground. F-18, if it's fueled and ready to go, and you somebody would have stopped him at some point. But no, the F-18 is actually, from what I've found out playing it on DCS... <laughs> You can, it's, it is assuming you've got a you've fueled and everything's prepped. Weaponized. You just 
walk up to it, uh, yank the chocks, hop into the thing, stow the ladder, and put the canopy down, and you can start the whole thing up completely internal. It's got a battery-started APU that'll start the engines and get yourself rolling. But somebody's going to notice, because there's a little uh, process of aligning the inertial nav system that controls all of your flight instruments and the flight computers and all that fun shit. It takes a couple minutes before the thing actually spools up and you're ready to actually fly it. Especially the way he was flying it. Right. It takes a couple minutes. But, so, like, if you were to do it, yeah. can you do that? Do you have to be stationary when you do it? Yeah, while it's aligning. They have a version, they have a mode that you can switch to for when you're aligning it when you're on a carrier. Because the carrier is always moving. Right. That's one of the things that always, like, how do you align an inertial nav system? It's got to be still while it's spooling up. How do you do that if you're on a carrier? They have a mode for that. <laughs> but, it's like, oh, yeah, you can't move the airplane <laughs> until that sucker is ready to go. And that takes a few minutes. So I'm like, all right, somebody would have noticed some dude out there on an unauthorized launch on an F-18 at a Naval Air Station. Just in saying. In the middle of the day, somebody would have noticed. Just saying. All right, I'm going to go back to the to the actual show notes because there's a bunch of stuff we're probably going to miss. <laughs> I don't think we ever covered half We of only have 15 minutes <laughs> left yeah, in this half of the show. left in the first half. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> By the way, very first one is we said, yay, we're back and everything, but happy motherfucking New Year to y'all bitches. Yes. Humans. Well, 2023. The Earth has made one more revolution, full revolution around the, the, the sun, so yay. I like that that meme of uh, the Earth made a full revolution around the sun, and it says humans, yay! <laughs> no, no other. We animals. aren't dead yet. <laughs> I think, dude, that's it. We're just ex- we're just At celebrating. This point, like, hey, we made it one more year without nuclear war without or some dying. other shit happening. Yeah, maybe that's why the new year. That is like, yeah, it's hey, it, it it took on more more of a special meaning in the years since world war one I, I would assume <laughs> i would assume new year probably wasn't much of a celebration prior to world war one and realize oh shit really bad stuff can happen maybe we should enjoy the time we have yeah so i've always wondered about the the lyrics to old lang syne i've never paid attention to them should should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. Old means old. Mm-hmm. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in the days of old Lang Syne? It's a question. Should old acquaintance be forgotten, never brought to mind? Should they be forgot at... Sh- and the days of Auld Lang Syne. See, that's what I, I, that's I need to That's probably something translated from Celtic or Scottish language. Scottish. Scots. Uh, what is all things I mean? Literally. Here we go. Old long sense. Sense like like the five senses or? Since like before. Oh, since. Okay. Uh, the words can be interpreted as a long time ago or old time's sake. Okay. So should, old, time's sake. should okay. old people, you know, old, old friends be forgotten and never brought to mind? Uh, and should they should we forget the them, people you know, who were dead? I guess, or just old acquaintances, like like dip out, you know, like yeah. Oh, I like, haven't talked to you for a while. Fuck off, you know. I I don't know. <laughs> we'll drink a cup of kindness yet for the sake of old Lang Syne. <laughs> 
I've never paid that much attention to the lyrics. I was just like, I learned how to play it on guitar a while it's, back, and I said, exactly. I, just, I only pay attention to the melody. But that's okay. Nobody ever remembers the lyrics. Like you're, you're yeah. I remember standing in the middle of New York City in in fucking Times Square after the Actually ball. Actually, there in the middle of the mob. It was motherfucking cold. It was yeah. like 21 degrees and windy as fuck. Oh my god, I thought we were gonna die. Um. I'm standing there and everybody just like at home that you've been doing for, I think we were 34 when we went. So for 34 years prior to that, you know, we remember being at a house at parties at get togethers, whatever, everybody singing old Lang Syne and only people knew the first two questions and then half of the chorus. They would remember. <laughs> it's kind of thing. It's like, it, it's, it, it's like, all right, let's just forget the words. Just, we all know the melody, but that's it. We'll drink a cup of thought. kindness yet for the sake of old Lang Syne. For the sake of old times' sake. And okay. here's like the next line that no one knows. And surely you will buy your cup, and surely I'll buy mine. We'll take a cup of kindness yet for the sake of old Lang Syne. This totally it, reads like a it's, Scots. It's like it's like the Friends theme. The more you listen and pay attention to the words, the less sense it makes. See the, the, the Friends <laughs> like, theme. Though? I think thing is, okay, we write a thirty-second TV theme. They were like, right. all right, no, we got to stretch this out into a three-minute pop song. Right. Let's write another verse to it. And we're like, all right. So no one told you that life was going to be this way. Your mother warned you there'd be days like these. What? <laughs> I go. Wait a minute. Try you forgot again. what you wrote. <laughs> you forgot song. what you wrote. <laughs> you forgot what you wrote. <laughs> no, it's it's artsy, man. No, it's it, it's it's a couple of dudes who got told by their record label we gotta stretch this thirty second song out into three minutes. Because everybody's gonna love it from the show and then they're gonna wanna hear the whole song. And they're gonna wanna hear it on the radio a zillion times. Everybody's gonna get so burnt out on it that it's like nope done agreed <laughs> all right so happy fucking new year uh <sighs> illinois we're going to talk about this on the second half of the show illinois is legitimately right now fucking around <laughs> but we're going to talk about if they're going to find out well again as like after the supreme court decision last summer um the finding out's going to be very ugly for them <laughs> it's like Just, i don't hey, guys know. uh did you learn nothing from new york's example when they got smacked down by the Constitution police. Like, bad baby, bad baby. <laughs> and this is why, why we're you're my brother. That's, and this is why we are friends. <laughs> uh we're gonna talk about I saw a video and got some information today that Ukraine is straight pwning. They are fucking the Russians in the ass. And it's glorious. Like, folks, let's invade another country. All right, you damn well better know what you're doing if you're going to go balls deep on that one, folks. Teaser. They killed in in one week, they killed 650 Russian soldiers and lost a whole bunch of their infrastructure that they had built, you know, coming, uh, uh, invading the country. Oh, so we're talking the logistical train behind them and everything. Correct. Ukraine is like UAV, 
Sam sites. It's amazing what happens. Artillery. When you get $150 billion of American taxpayer money to launder, isn't it? All of a sudden, <laughs> see, all of a sudden, now you have all this gear and you have the balls to throw them. That's the thing is having the gear and actually saying, yes, I'm going to use it correctly. Is it? They're very different things. Now, now that being said, we, we tried this experiment in Afghanistan about 35, 40 years ago. And, uh, well, Needless to say, it kind of came back to bite us just a tad. In the ass. Just a tad. Directly in the ass. And then apply yeah. directly to the forehead. <laughs> yeah. 767 applied directly to the forehead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ron, what did you think I was talking about with it coming back to us? Holy shit, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy what shit, are you, you kidding think me? I meant? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the very guys we were supplying with the latest and greatest fucking oh, weaponry in the 1980s. No, I totally. What did they, how did they repay us for that? Right. Yeah, with the 767, with the directly, 767 to the directly to the forehead. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. I like, Ron, what did you think I meant by that? I love this goddamn show. <laughs> no! Uh, I've already talked about Drew is back to the friendly skies and I have a new toy. Technically it's a, it's a business it's a tool. tool. <laughs> it's a tool. <laughs> however, it's a power tool. However, God, very damn, fancy power tool. I was so happy. Like I, I haven't been that happy in a, since I bought a, the last gun. When was that? Like, oh, fuck. I just AR got... AR or that 870? The 870. Um, okay. But I take it back because, remember, I got Jenny a gun for Christmas. Ah! I got that, that really awesome looking Glock. That G19 Gen ah. 5. So, yeah. No. You haven't felt this happy since, what, three weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes and no. It's the happiest I've been in three weeks. Yes and no on that one. That one, you know, that that's my wife's, so... It's not really mine. I don't get to play with it. I don't get to adorn it with all of my wonderfulness. It's got the MOS slide that I want, you know, but it's, it's, you know, it's we, the people and, and all done up. It's fucking absolutely beautiful, but I bought it for my wife. I cleaned it. I oiled the fuck out of it. I cycled it. I put my night sights. You weren't replacing the trigger and the other shit no. before you ever fired it. No. The other Glock 19. <laughs> no. I, the only thing I replaced. Exactly. That dude, was fucking wild, dude. We you had buy it home. the thing for your job, and like five it, minutes after you right. get it home, I got the bitch detail stripped, and I'm swapping out parts. Exactly. It took, <laughs> it took less time for him to strip it and go all gunsmithy on it. Than it did for me to get from Florida Gun Exchange back home. That's like a forty-five minute drive. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> because we were in Palm South Coast Daytona. at the time. It's like Port Orange to Palm Coast is like yeah. forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, it took yeah, literally it was like, like okay, it, yeah, within forty-five minutes of that thing coming through our door. It was. I've it got was this some bitch swapping parts out, and I'm like, all right, better make sure I re- re- reassembled this thing correctly because right. you were literally going on duty in like, like two hours, th- two or three hours afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're about to head out the door to go to work, and this thing <laughs> is literally supposed to be ready to go bang. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I better make sure I reassemble this bitch correctly. We got to dry fire this thing a few times. It took what? It wasn't until that following weekend that we got to go to Strickland's with it, where I finally got yeah, to so fire the Yeah, so you had it on your hip. 
on the job virgin. before you ever had a chance to, for a week. Virgin. The better part of a week fuck. before you ever had a chance to fire it. Exactly. It was virgin as fuck. And obviously, I mean, I had shot a Glock a thousand times before in my but yeah, lifetime. That but that gun was ball. That gun. New. And yeah, technically, it only had two shots fired through it, and it was yeah. fired in Samirna, Georgia, <laughs> by by Glock themselves. Um, like, yeah, we got to test to make sure this thing will fire two rounds. Bang, cycle. bang, bang, put bang. In, put the put in a little envelope. Put them in envelope. Initial it and in. In yes. Which, and, by the way, I don't think the. the the two Glocks I bought recently, the 19 and the 17, I don't think those actually had the casings. No shit. I think they've stopped doing that. No, Jenny's didn't. Yeah. Because I bought, a, within the last five years or so, I bought a 17 and a 19. Neither one of those had the casings. Damn. And no other gun I've ever bought had the casings. I it was got, just my 21 from December, of, like, or November of 05 when it was built. So my 19, that was the born on date. Gen 3, um was it did have it in it yeah you got yours in 08 so my gen 3 though i don't know i don't remember if it came from georgia or if it came from it was a made in america or made in austria Austria. i think it's in austria because i don't think they were doing made in america ones yet no at that point i think it was somewhere since then that they started mine had been on the shelf at fge for a while so yeah Uh, maybe well, that's it'll, what he said. If you, go, if you go look in the casing, it'll tell you the born-on date of, because they date the envelope with the casings. That's oh. your born-on date. So mine nice. was, I think, November of 05 for my 21. But neither of the 17 or the 19 that I bought in the last five years or so, five, six years, something like that, yeah, and neither one of those had, uh, had casings. Okay. So I'm pretty much the only foreign weapons that I have now are just my, oh, just one. Just my Glock. Just your Glock. Just my Glock is the only one that was made O'Conus, as it were. Because hmm. my Sig, remember my Sig was one of the ones from over there, not when Sig was here. Yeah, it was a West. It was a West Virginia. It, it was a not a West Virginia. It was a, a West, West German, Germany. you know, police service weapon. Yep. And it was from, and it was made in West Germany. <laughs> it did not say Exeter, was, New Hampshire, or Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Exactly. No. West Germany. Right. Back when West Germany was still a country. They didn't even make the P6 here. It, it had a different name. It was the 225 here. Yeah, the 225 was a civilian version. The P6 was, it's like the M9 versus the 92 for right. the Beretta. Same right. difference, but yeah, same gun. Military just, oh, police, yeah. but yeah. But, but yeah, I love it. It was thing. a German police pistol. It was the P5, 6, and 7. What was my was, born date on that? It was like 83, right? Something like that. It would have been. It was engraved on the side of the slide. Older I than mine us. was 1980. Uh, we, I remember mine was 1980. Yeah, I think mine was slightly newer than yours. It's like 83, I think. So they were older than us. Our pistols. Yes. But when we got them, <laughs> and you looked at that barrel, and the barrel serial matched, and it was pristine. Because apparently the West German police didn't do much practice shooting with these suckers. I'm hoping. I the, mean, there was a little bit of finish wear on the slide from holstering and right, whatnot, but right, that's it, man. But they didn't need to be mint. They didn't need they to be were like low mileage examples. It, <laughs> even being that old and all of that rub, you know, they didn't need to be like reblued or anything. Oh no, they were. In, I mean, it was like a beautiful. tad bit of holster wear, and that was it. That was Remember, finish wear. Mine started getting the the rust, right? I remember and, that you'd get the the surface rust that kept popping up. But what solved that was uh, wire brushing. Right, mm-hmm. wire brushing, getting rid of any of the flakes and stuff like that, and then um, the uh, um, oil that we use from FGE, the synthetic oil 
Remember those? The only synthetic oil I would use is little Mobile One motor oil. No, the tall red bottle that I was using. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I still have it today. And that's what I did my all of my guns. I did Jenny's gun, new one. I did it all with that exact same synthetic red from FGE. I forget okay. even where it came from. I'll, I'll get it during break and be like, <laughs> product. <laughs> product placement is product good shit. Product placement is a, is a win. It's good shit. It was good. It's good shit. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we had. So yeah. Your Sig so and your Glock were the only Oconuses. Everything else is born and raised in the good That's old you states. Get Smith and Wessons, Remington. Yeah. Two two Smith and Wessons. The Shield and the AR. No, the Shields are gone. Oh. Oh, I didn't tell you. I sold the Shields. Oh, okay. Two reasons. One, I never used the shield. I never carried it. I lost 100 pounds so I can actually conceal my Glock. I've put a lot through my Glock. I love my Glock. I rest my life on my Glock. Trusted my life on it for years. I'm keeping my Glock. The the the, the shield I never really used. And we had nothing but other nines for handguns here. And it was the only 40. And I'm like... Um, no, 40 is definitely starting to fall by the wayside. It really is. It It's the kind of, thing where, okay, it's nines, 45s and right. 10 mils actually becoming more popular than 40 <laughs> cal now <laughs> because it is becoming hip to spray. <laughs> the thing is because so many law enforcement agencies are ditching 40 for nine mil now. Yeah. Cause bullet technology's gotten so good that you're really not getting much extra out of a 40 than a nine mil. You got to go all the way to 45 mm-hmm. to be able to get anything, any appreciable difference for what modern nine mil can give you. So, so yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, who are not gun folks, we're boring the shit. Out. We're going to bore you with airplanes, cars, guns, doesn't matter. Right. No, <laughs> the, we'll those, find a way to bore you. Damn it. To those folks, uh, a nine millimeter is, is a rock it is a rock it'll hit you it'll hurt you you get a hollow point rock and it'll expand it'll hurt you more but it also won't over penetrate and and also hit grandma on the other side of you yeah it's a rock a 45 is a boulder (laughs) it's a bowling ball it is a bowling ball it is a (laughs) it literally pound hammer standard yeah standard basic load weights it's literally twice as much bullet yes 115 grains versus 230 grains. It literally is double the bullet. It 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 it, it go bang and and yeah, then it, it go it, it hurt. It go bang and then it go thud. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> this like, is why 45 is a thing. It's got a terrible trajectory, whatnot. It's no good past 50 yards. I'm like, dude, if you're engaging with a pistol past 50 yards, you've planned wrong. Yeah, you are incorrect. You need to fight your way to your rifle. Right. And the person that you're engaging, if they're already engaging you at 50, they probably already have said rifle. Probably already have a rifle. (laughs) They're probably not going to be engaging you with a pistol at 50 yards, no matter what that pistol is. Correct. You're at that point, you're just doing some pressing fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're giving them something to think about while your buddy or you are working your way towards the real weapon for that situation. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that's what we ended up doing. So no more, um, no more, no shields, more shields. But I have the the Smith and Wesson is my um, uh, my AR, and then fuck, what's the lower of the other AR? I think it's a Colt. P- PSA. 
No. I think it's a cult. Okay. I have to go look at it. But Jenny's, Jenny's, mine's the Smith. I think Jenny's is a cult. God damn, why don't I know this? That's going to piss me off. If, uh, <laughs> you say you bought it. Right, I built it. <laughs> <laughs> you built the thing. It's like, a, you, but it's built from a cult lower. So you just like, what, got a strip receiver and then just assembled the... So assembled everything. Oh no! I, I, uh, it came with a with an upper um, okay. that I ended up. Well, that's why I have an extra upper. Oh, you you swapped. Okay, so you swapped. A, okay, swapped to a better upper. Yeah, correct. And then I got. Well, my old upper from the Smith went to hers because that was better than the Colt upper. Then it's not a Colt. I wouldn't have done that. You say Colt, pretty decent. Because I got the new upper, which was the quad rail. Yeah, floating sixteen. And I put that on mine, and then my upper from the the Smith went on hers. I will pull it out of the closet during the break, and I will look because I don't remember, and that's going to piss me off of a. <laughs> so Ron has a new toy, as Fort I said. Chicha Factor. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> Fort Chicha. Oh, <laughs> nice. And I can't even find. God damn it. Where's the dent dent? I don't have it on my soundboard. <laughs> That's not what's up. All right. What I do need to do is that. So, that sound, ladies and gentlemen, means motherfuckers. We are going to the other side of the show now. The other it's side of the, the show. Clubhouse. We're going to the clubhouse. But that means that only, only shitlords are going to be able to hear it. If you are a lav attendant, which means you're just here, you're catching the show, cool. We all, we love you. We appreciate you coming in. We hope you enjoy yourself. If you are a, a stoop kid, that means you are sitting on the stoop with us. You're talking with us. You send us a message. With the show. And you're welcome to do that makes you a stoop kid on the porch in order to become great level that means you need to become a shit lord how do you become a shit lord you go to the porchfactor.com slash up be a shit lord and you sign up and then you can hear the other half of the show you'll get more we might diddle your balls i don't know <laughs> i do that <laughs> I do that. volunteer for that job. I do that every time for that face that Drew just made. Doom, doom. Oh, my name. All right. So next uh, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about Illinois fucking around, hopefully finding out. Uh, we'll talk more about well, the Ukraine. The circuit has also issued. Yes. Handing things down. Yes, like, yes. Good, and good news on that one. Very good news on that one. Um, we'll talk about, uh, we'll get a sit rep from Drew on his flying in the friendly skies and I need to go get two toys. Now I need to go get the example toy from the CNC and I need to go get a rifle. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to head out, go to the slash be a shit Lord, sign up and then go to the clubhouse on the website with the sign in the login that you can do. Once you're logged in, you'll be able to hear the second half of the show, which we're going to start up here in just a second. And um, sh- um, 
yeah we 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 we, we like love you and shit all right we'll see you bye bye <laughs>